Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's poppin'? It's time for Kenzie's Quickies. Hey, this is Race Rimmers. DJ Khaled. Everything you need in just a few minutes. And you rockin' on the radio with Kenzie. Kenzie K. K. They don't want you to win, Kenzie K. So make sure you win more. Win B. Don't ever stop. It's time for Kenzie's Quickies. Kenzie's Quickies, what's poppin'? It's Kenzie K, and this week we are diving right into who I am sharing a quickie with. I'm so ecstatic about this. It is one of my good friends, as well as an icon in the world of acting, in the world of comedy, my good friend, Kenan Thompson. And I just want to give you a little heads up. This audio was taken from my Zoom interview with him and adapted for the Kenzie's Quickies podcast. It's time for Kenzie to share a quickie. What's up, Kenan? How I'm are you? So I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It's been two years, a year. Yeah, a year or two since I hit Chicago. By the way, you and wifey owe me a visit because she promised when I moved. Yeah, she did. And she then we did. was waiting on it to get warm. And then as soon as it got semi-warm this happened so yeah pandemic i understand yeah, right. pandemically why you can't <laughs> but we'll get up there at some point good. how's life life good the life is good i'm i'm and curious how your stuff is doing because you had to do snl live and i know you have two beautiful daughters and an amazing wife and i'm like how were they not all on the screen <laughs> they were in a couple of things like there was this one sketch that didn't really make it but georgia was all in that one and then i had both of the little babies in my intro and stuff like that and then wifey was behind the camera shooting so she was helping me a lot with that oh my gosh so christina was the one helping with the camera <laughs> yeah and a few of them yeah a lot that, of that stuff I had to do myself. Was your home really looking like a studio? At times, you know, because they sent us these like ring light stand things to put your phone on. And then they sent me like an extra phone, a laptop too quick because I don't have that. And apparently that's not enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, whenever I was shooting different corners or whatever, it would look like. Yeah, I was doing a full-on studio because you turn those ring lights on, it's like I'm doing a music video. That's crazy. So you guys are really doing that off your phone. Like, I imagine them sending you, like, massive professional cameras. Yeah, no, we were really doing it, like, off of iPhone. I mean, you've been part of SNL for, like, 20 years. What was that like <laughs> now doing it from your house? I mean, in 20 years, you haven't experienced that before. No, absolutely not. Nobody has. It was crazy. I mean, it, you know, 
it just looks like a lot of the stuff that everybody's already doing, you know what I'm saying? Especially on the gram and stuff like that. Everybody's using, you know, what they can get their hands on or places that they can get to, to, you know, set a background, like people that they know, friends, you know what I mean? It was like, we were just, you know, raw. We were just human beings, you know what I'm saying? Like using our phones and trying to like bring all these great ideas to life because it's really all about the writers, like, and bringing what they, you know, write to life and stuff like that. Because all that material I thought was so great and so refreshing, especially in like hard times or whatever. It's nice to hear new creative, funny things. Did you guys That's feel like you were I able to do the writers justice, like from home with your setups? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the time, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, you gotta adjust to the way it looks in comparison to like old Saturday Night Live. But as far as like getting the jokes across, yeah, I think there was some some good viewership. <laughs> you had me dying. I just loved seeing you like in your kitchen <laughs> doing. Yeah, your- right. Them doing full skits in the kitchen. That shit was crazy. It was it was really, really fun to watch. And it made it really relatable. Like all of us were like, oh, we get it. You know. Thousand percent. There's been rumors of it. Like, was this gonna be your last season on SNL? No. Like that's always a rumor every year. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't really know when the end is gonna be. Well, good, because I really wouldn't want your last season of SNL for you to be at home. So I'm happy that you're coming back. Yeah, for real. I mean, I wouldn't even let it go like that. I would be like, nah, I gotta do one more. Like, I need to for graduation. Yeah, I mean, it was cool because I got to, like, bring a, bring back what's up with that, you know, after a super long time. And it was always a thing that I didn't want to do it because all the people that I originally did it with had already, like, graduated from the show and stuff. So I felt like to pay homage to that or whatever, I would need them to all come back. I was trying to save it maybe for my last show or something like that. But with the quarantine and the Zoom version of it, we were able to, like, get everybody involved. So it was nice to be able to do it again. It was awesome because you had, like, Khaled on and he didn't even get to say anything. <laughs> I was dying at that. Khaled, known for talking. For talk. Yeah, I know, he probably would have taken that. over your spot on that had you let him have like a second to say anything. You already know, the marathon continues. Now I know that the Keenan show, that's like your, that's like your baby, your project that's gonna come out. Um, and it's about you being a widow with two daughters, which you have two daughters right now. So I know that you can play a good father cause you already are one. Is that mm-hmm. still gonna come out in the fall or is that being delayed because of like COVID-19 and everything now? Yeah, everything got pushed back. I think they were trying to jump it off of the Olympics like uh, premiere date or whatever. So since the Olympics and everything got pushed back and even like all filming got shut down. So I was supposed to be filming June 1st or something or like prepping for it like right now or whatever. So. Whenever LA opens back up, we'll get it shot. And then I don't know if they're going to release it, like, because it isn't until next summer. So I don't know if they're going to push it up and just jump it off in the fall or something like that. Or if they want to, like, wait for those, you know, Olympics viewer numbers or whatever to jump it off. So either way, it doesn't matter. I'm just happy it's happening. And I wanted to, you know, get shot so I know we have something funny and something that people want to watch. Right now, it's all speculation because it's just words on paper, you know what I'm saying? But it'll be nice to, like, bring it to life more than just once. Like, we did the pilot and everything, and that was cool, but it'd be nice to, like, really form out the show in a few episodes. You've been talking about it for years. I just, I know you're going to put your love and care into that show, and I just, I'm so excited for it. Yeah, it's going to have a lot of heart, but it's going to have a lot of funny, too. That's what's very important. Well, I know that something that didn't get delayed was Hubie Halloween. That's still coming out in the fall. (laughs) 
Yes, coming out for God for that Adam Sandler crazy title, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> what is your role in that? Because I was like looking for details and I know Adam Sandler's Hubie, but like it doesn't have anybody else. I know Kevin James is in it, Maya Rudolph, like it's an awesome cast. Yeah, it's an awesome cast. And I don't really know how much I'm supposed to say about it yet. I feel like I might just need to just wait. Cause if they if the information that's out is only about Sandler's character, they're probably doing that on purpose. Well, I'm yeah. excited to see you in that. I mean, I what a cast. Sandler does an awesome job pulling all of you guys together all the time. It's great. Yeah, he's always been a team player, you know, and he always likes to bring people that make him laugh come around so if you get that invite it's like man it's such an honor to like go and sound the spirits up you know what i'm saying it was it was an incredible experience like i've always admired those guys well, yeah of course they're your your snl big brothers you know, right yeah absolutely so it felt good to finally be able to like play ball with my big brothers <laughs> we're gonna play a little game because my podcast is called kenzie's quickies so i'm gonna give you questions and you just answer mm -hmm. like first thing that pops into your head these are super random questions okay okay, okay. strangest family argument you've had since quarantine uh, okay which apple tv remote is this <laughs> <laughs> listen quarantine is causing weird things we had like a pizza get in in this house over pizza toppings the other day and i'm like yo i need to go outside <laughs> <laughs> i mean people get very specific with their toppings man and pizza is like a one-off thing so you don't really have a lot of chances to get it right <laughs> favorite couple on 90 day fiance because i know you watch that <laughs> Man, my favorite couple, it was, what's his name? The guy with the no neck, but he, he fucked Ed, it up. Ed, Ed and Rose. <laughs> uh, and he's out of his mind. He's telling like, Barter Mad Two-Face and toothbrushes and shit. Oh, he's crazy. Everyone said he looked like the, um, the animated person from Mulan. Who's like giving her the test? <laughs> no, I haven't seen Mulan. How have you not seen Mulan? You voice animated <laughs> character, is Keenan. I know. I was a little older when that one came out, so I missed it. You're just busy being famous your whole life. Yeah, okay, whatever. You're just a famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you had a million like guests in your life between SNL and all the projects you've done. What was the most unexpected interaction you've had with a celebrity, either negative or positive? I mean, there's been a lot. Like Kevin Nealon shocked me one time. He, he was making a joke. He came to like visit and I was leaving the rehearsal or whatever. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? What are you doing around here? Oh, you know, I just came to visit or whatever. I was like, oh, you gonna do to speak or something? He's like, what, you worried about, you know, I'm gonna take like all the like Portland characters away or something like that. Like you hit me in the chest. I was like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. Kevin <laughs> Miller. Like snap, hey man, like you wanna fight? Cause I will fuck you up, Kevin Miller. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was crazy. But you know, comics are like that. They take jabs, but I'm, I'm not a comic. I'm a comedian but an actor, but I don't know. I need to like be more ready, I guess. <laughs> For somebody who's a comedian, I would say you have a very laid back demeanor about stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm an actor first. I don't come from the stand up. I'm just more of a performer in my mind. And then when I'm not performing, I'm a real human being. So I'm a Taurus and all that plays into it. I know we're Tauruses together. I love it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know you got that Aries wife, which means she's super fiery. That's right, super uh, fiery. Oh, she is. Woof. She's the big three. She's like Aries, Italian, and Greek, just like all flame. <laughs> and you just, I know you just lower your baseball cap. I know you. <laughs> so I'm going to step outside. I'm going to step outside to all this simmers down. <laughs> okay, worst interview question you've ever been asked. Well, I mean, this wasn't, but somebody questioned for my TVs in my house. I was like, hey, man, like, why are you, like, looking at my house all close like that anyway? Yeah, I'm going to get around to it. And some things are like do-it-yourself projects around here and, like, get out of my bed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you serious? 
I mean, like, creepy and invasive to say, why is your TV not hung up yet? Yeah, people are crazy. It doesn't bother me because I feel like I'll get around to it or not. Like, that's not the big thing in life. You know what I'm saying? Right. The big thing in life is, like, kids being comfortable and having fun and we having fun. And, and you know, making sure creepy people aren't looking in your house. <laughs> get it? I can't lie. This is a pretty slow quickie. Okay, so the next question Weirdest rumor you've ever heard about yourself? Weirdest rumor. Maybe that I'm mean. Really? You've heard that you're mean from people? Yeah, probably because people come up to me and think that I'm going to be jumping up and down like I do on TV. Right. That's not how I am. I can't be that way if the situation shows up like that because, you know, we having fun or whatever. But if it's in real life, I'm never really like that. This is you right now. This is the, the energy, exactly. the approach. Exactly. Okay, last one. What is the number one comedy special, your favorite one? That's like a must watch. That's a hard one, man. But I give them all the like, I give them the Dave these days. I mean, the ultimate was Richard's Long Beach one when he had the red silk shirt. That was my favorite. Cause he was just like young, wasn't even wearing a suit back then. You know what I'm saying? Like he was <laughs> just Richard Pryor, like after the rediscovery of Richard Pryor. So he knew what he really wanted to do when he was going at like, and that was like his prime special. Patty LaBelle opened for him that night, but we never got to see the footage. So if you were there that night, you should be special. But I feel like Dave's recent, like three peat, Dave Chappelle's three peat that he just put out is pretty special. The way he like surprises you with like punchlines to jokes and brings them back up. I mean, he is a genius. Oh yeah. I mean, a polished comedian, but he's also a deep anchor. You know what I mean? And he always has a way of getting like real poignant conversation started. Even if it's like, oh, I don't, he shouldn't say those things or I'm offended or whatever. Like at least the conversation is kind of getting started. I feel like joking. So it can't be coming from a malicious type of place. You know what I mean? You could tell when somebody's preaching violence towards a group, but this guy's like just thinking about shit and trying to find the humor in all these like weird ass situations he finds himself. I'm sure you can so relate to that. Like you should be able to laugh at almost anything. It doesn't mean you don't take it serious just because you're you're trying to find an enjoyment or a funny side of something. I mean, laughter is the heel of pain. You know what I mean? So you got to figure out a way to like walk that mind to where you don't cause more pain, but hopefully you can start to relieve some pain. Well, Keenan, thank you so much for sharing a quickie with me. Now, I um, go tell your family I said hi and I miss them. <laughs> yes, I will. Definitely. You take care of yourself up there in Chicago. I know you're ready for the Bulls to come back. I know I am. And you, I'm jealous because I know you're in Florida. I won't say where because I know you like your privacy, but so I miss you guys. <laughs> Enjoy the weather. Yeah, we will, man. Come back soon. We'll, we'll come up there. One of the one of the two. We'll figure it out. Post pandemic, I better see you. No doubt. Thanks for sharing a quickie with me, Kenzie K. You can catch up on Kenzie's quickies on Radio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.